Charles. Cheers. 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 Yep, that's us. That's just a taste of what you're in for. You're listening to the Wine and Whiteboards podcast miniseries, Drunken Marketing. We're here to drink some wine and share ridiculously hilarious and real marketing experiences with you. We're all part of a B2B marketing team and work together at our nine to five. Sometimes working in marketing can be funny, annoying, or just straight up weird. Our team is going to give you a behind the scenes look at marketing while sharing hilarious stories and situations that we found ourselves in. Let's be real. Some of these stories may not have been funny at the time, but in hindsight, they make us laugh and we've grown to become better marketers because of them. So grab a glass of wine and join us as we tell you the lessons we've learned the hard and funny way. All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wine and Whiteboards Drunken Marketing. Today, we're going to dive into something that all of us have experienced in the past seven months, and some of you may love it, some of you may hate it, and some of you might like finding the happy balance, but that is working from home. Because as a team, we're used to being really close together in the same work environment and same office and being able to easily collaborate and bounce ideas off of each other, but it's been a little different since uh, the pandemic hit and we've had to learn how to maintain a collaborative environment while working remotely. But when you work remote, we find that there's some really, um, there's some perks and benefits to it, like waking up and rolling out of bed and literally starting your day and logging in. And there's some not so good things about it, like um, maybe some disconnect or some interesting situations that happen on video. So we we're hoping to dive into some of those today and share some of our stories with you because it's been a little bit of a journey or a trip, if you could say it that way. I feel like this kind of plays into our last Drunken Marketing episode where we did our expectations versus reality, which I feel like going into working from home, everybody's like, this is going to be great. I love that I can just wake up and go to work. And then after like day 782, you're like, I hate this place. I hate my house. I need to redecorate. My dogs won't shut up. And so that's really what reality is like. I haven't worked in my office for the past two and a half weeks because I literally cannot this anymore. I've I've like created a little space in my living room for myself on our couch. Like my back hurts so bad because I haven't been sitting in a chair, but like I can't bring myself to sit back in my office. I think all of us get to that point where like our couch becomes our office, at least for like a month. Like I went through a solid month where I just sat at my couch and I was like, don't judge me. Netflix is on in the background. It just is what it is. But I was, I was telling my friend cause she actually has been in the office cause she's working in, she has construction marketing. So they are going in, they're essential. And so she doesn't really understand like the working from home mentality and everything. So I was walking her through. I was like, okay. So I wake up, I don't set an alarm, obviously, because why bother? I'm lucky if I get up before nine. Well, now I'm, I make sure to set my alarm at eight. You know, I have to be up. You sent me a Snapchat at 8.15 today that said you were yeah. getting out of bed. I was getting breakfast. And you all, yeah, I was just going to say, you sent a Snapchat this morning at like 8.55 saying that I went like to you toast. were out it was so breakfast good. with Chad. Well, and actually, I yeah. feel like you didn't even wake up by alarm. It was your animals that were in the Snapchat being like, excuse me, it's time for you to get up now. <laughs> Mommy, yeah, it's feeding time. <laughs> it's so that, like, they just scream at me sometimes. I'm like, well, that's my alarm clock. Like, I can never snooze them. 
but yeah, you like you get up, you roll out of bed, wash your face, brush your teeth, put on some sweatpants. It's pretty much my getting ready. Like I went from hour to maybe five minutes. And then you walk down the stairs, you go to the kitchen, grab some cereal, and you walk to your office, and then you sit there for pretty much the rest of the day. And then you end up in the living room at some point watching TV. And then you just put that in repeat, like over and over. And it's just like, it's so exhausting crazy. to see the same environment a day after day. It totally is. So I actually, since March, have only filled my gas tank three times. Because like, <laughs> I literally haven't had to go anywhere. And it's only because I went to help a friend to do some moving stuff. And then I had to go to a couple like appointments. And that's literally everywhere I've been. I think I'm also the same. Um, I cannot remember, like really the grocery store is within like three miles. I've gone to like my dad's house who lives within like two miles. So the only like long drive I've ever took was to my aunt's house. And at that point I was like, oh, I gotta put gas in my car. And so like, yeah, I barely put any gas in my car. So it's like, you think I'm saving money, but no, if you listen to our other episodes, you hear that I'm just ordering wine on wine on (laughs) wine. And so that's where my money is going. Um, yeah, guys, I bought a hybrid, like, in the winter before the pandemic hit, and I, because I have, like, a 45-minute drive to work every day, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to save so much money on gas, I have a hybrid now, this is going to be great, well, FML, because haven't even been driving anywhere, so <laughs> haven't saved any money on gas. Your new car will last longer, think of it that way, so you have saved money on wear and tear. I think it has to get used to work, like. I was researching the other thing though is makeup is obviously not being put on at the moment and there was this article saying that one of the biggest hits in the makeup department was lipstick because why the f would anyone put lipstick on like especially if you're out you have a mask that's covering it if you do wear a mask and you're having lipstick it's just going to get all over it and stain it like there's no point at all my definitely saving my niece had shared something on Facebook a while back where it was like, pick your top three of like all these items on there, like that you can't live without moving forward. And one of them was like jeans. And so I had messaged on it, like with my top three, which I think were like leggings, messy bun and wine or something was what I picked. And I'm like, and side note, if anybody's picking jeans, especially in this pandemic, then they are a psychopath and I don't want to know that person. <laughs> because really, who is wearing jeans? Like, who's I can't jeans? the last time I put jeans on. Well, the funny thing is, guys, I bought a new pair of jeans. A brand new pair. March 13th, 10th. I don't know, whatever that Friday was, quarantine hit. So the 8th. Friday the 8th. No, that's May. Just kidding. The other M month. <laughs> so it's... 13. March 13th was the last day I wore jeans and I also happened to buy a brand new pair. I have not worn them and I am terrified to put them on because like I don't know if they're gonna fit. Yeah guys I haven't worn a pair of jeans since this time last year because this was about when I got pregnant and you start to bloat quick af like they immediately stop fitting so i have not worn a normal pair of jeans in like a year but um, they will going back to the jeans thing like i was thinking about the baby katie do people at work even know that you had a baby like do some people like not even know because we weren't in the office and this all kind of transpired since yeah i think when when we had left so the two weeks before 
we all got sent home. So we had gone to that event that we keep talking about, Create and Cultivate, in the end of February. And then I had taken, like, a, I don't know, quote-unquote, baby moon the week that we had gotten sent home. So I wasn't in the office very much. So I think the last time I really spent a full week in the office, I was probably only, like, 16 or 17 weeks. So I was barely even like bumping at that point. And I didn't send one of those emails that was like, oh, expecting baby Carson or anything. So I feel like no people probably didn't know I was pregnant. And then by the time we go back into the office, I'll basically have a toddler. And they'll be like, oh, where'd this kid come from? But then you can shame them and be like, what are you talking about? This baby has clearly been around for a while. Where have you been? Yeah, I've clearly been wearing sweatpants for seven months, and I'd like to say it doesn't show, but it may show a tiny bit. Um, luckily, I did get a Peloton right at the beginning um, before COVID happened, so I didn't have the whole, like, waiting three months on a, you know, delivery shipment. Uh, I know a lot of people were waiting for that for, mm, until, like, recently, until they came out. Uh, Kelly has one, actually, now, too. We've had a little, like, clan join with our COVID, or our COVID pandemic. Um, but at least that's keeping me at somewhat of a maintainable size. <laughs> the one thing we've all had, though, is still like at least our dogs. And so like being nice outside, we've gone out and we like take them on walks and things, which is great because you're getting outside, you're getting exercise and things like that. But also with having dogs is that they really have their mind, like their own minds, right? So they are always defending the houses against things that are clearly not intruders or anything to be wary of. So all of our Amazon deliveries or anything that's coming and getting delivered, the dogs are just going crazy for them. So and I know that I've had many calls where they are just so loud, I can't even stop them or they just bust into the room and then they're on the camera. So that's just kind of a common thing that's happening these days. Since I've moved myself to the couch as of recent, that has become an even bigger thing because now when they bark at the Amazon packages, like I'm on the same floor as them. And in addition to that, now they like crawl up on my lap while I'm on the couch. And they and since my webcam camera is at the bottom of my laptop screen, like all they see is like their face like pops up and they're just kind of like there in the middle. And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> like... Don't mind them. Yeah, mine have gotten so needy since I'm home all the time that if I'm just sitting there and they're next to me and I'm not petting them, I get like pushed and then it's like a, like you have to be petting me since you're here all the time. I want you to be giving me attention 24 seven. And then if not, I want you to let me outside because I have to get this groundhog that lives in the neighbor's yard and I will bark like so loud. I was on a call with our clients and I was the only one talking. And of course, that's when they decided they needed to be outside to catch this thing. So it's echoing throughout my house because, again, it's during the middle of the day. No one's really home. And that's all you hear. And I can't just, like, put myself on mute and go let them outside because, again, I'm running this call. So I'm sure that other people have had experiences quite like that. I'm hoping people have had worse ones so that I'm not the only one to, like, worry about this. Did you guys see the one where the girl, like, went to the bathroom? And, like, accidentally left her video on? Like, what? Number one, haven't taken the laptop in the bathroom. I don't know. If anyone else has, I would love to hear that because I have not. I am not confident enough in my abilities to hit video off and mute, like, and make sure they're, like, properly set in order to bring my laptop. One of my um, 
old roommates. This is who it was. She, during college, would bring her laptop into the bathroom, and I was always thinking it was really weird. So one day I called her out on it. She's like, I'm just getting shit done. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like She's like, I may as well double, like, you know, be productive and do both at the same time. So that should be to be in there doing her business and then studying, working, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like, it's just like yeah. gross. Like, <laughs> no, I was just going to say, definitely not my thing. I have to circle back on the dog thing. Have I told you about like the ninja warrior squirrel that lives under my deck? No. <laughs> so I live in a neighborhood that like doesn't have a lot of trees and doesn't have fences. So I don't really get a lot of um, like squirrels or like, I don't know, rabbits are like any like outdoor animals that often. Um, but this squirrel, I think, has nested under my deck. I have a wooden deck with a little bit of space underneath. And my dog, since he hasn't seen a lot of squirrels, like he, well, not that it would make a difference, but he's super interested in this guy. And it's a very petite squirrel. Like, I think I've gotten in a fight with my mom about whether it's a squirrel or a chipmunk, but it has a fluffy tail. So it's like one of those like red squirrels or whatever. So I knew it was there. Like, I know it torments him. It like runs across the deck and I think it sits outside and I don't know, just torments him all day. So I have a two-story house and I'm in one of my spare bedrooms that I can see out in the backyard. And I have some arborvitaes that are kind of on the side of my deck. Kid you not, this squirrel is leaping from the top of one arborvitae to the other. And then I have a tree in the middle of my backyard, which isn't like too far away from the deck, but like it's pretty lengthy, like, it's a pretty lengthy jump for this little guy. It's, like, flying through the air, like, springs off the arborvitae into the tree. And I swear, this thing is just playing Ninja Warrior in my backyard. And I'm just in my window upstairs, like, looking at it, like, wow, that is impressive for you, little guy. <laughs> That's amazing. Aren't flying squirrels a thing? Maybe it's a legit flying squirrel. They, they are, but it is not. Like, it, it, it doesn't have, like, the webbed, like, like I feel like the flying squirrels look like a bat. It doesn't have the webbed thing. I've seen it real close. It, like, comes up to my back door. Oh, yeah. I've seen them because they taunt my dogs all the time. And then they, like, wait until my dogs are closer running towards them. And they will legit, from the top of the fence, just fly themselves into the neighbor's yard to get as far away as possible from them. So, oh, I've seen them just jump crazy distances. So I believe it. So I think the point here is this: is, these are the things that would distract us and, like, make up our day when we're working from home. It's a little bit challenging because there's a lot more going on and a lot more things to distract us and keep us entertained. I have, oh, you know what I have tried? I have tried putting on like have you guys heard of um I don't know I don't think the I don't think bionic is the right word but I'm going to say bionic even though I know it's not right but like bionic beats but it's like concentration music like focus music so I've been playing like YouTube videos in the background while I work and it's like this like soothing like concentration focus music thinking that it's going to help my productivity When you say beat it makes me think of like <laughs> Like we're into club. I also thought no. you were saying Burt's Bees, like that you were putting on some special like chapstick. We already covered it. Nobody's putting on anything on their lips these days. <laughs> Kelly, like masks, looks don't matter. It doesn't matter. I remember when we first started like 
when our first week or two working from home, I feel like using video was so awkward with like team mem- with like cross functionally with other teams. Like I feel like for us it wasn't too bad because like we're close enough. But I feel like other teams are like, I know the leadership meetings and just stuff like that. Like it was weird to see people in their homes and it took a lot of getting used to. Now I feel like it'll be awkward to see people in person. <laughs> um, luckily, I think all of us actually have a office because most people that we work with have told us some stories of them like working at their kid's table or working at the kitchen or trying to work on the computer in their living room with kids running around screaming and So we are very lucky to be able to work from home and work remote with this. But yes, videos and video meetings just haven't gone, I think, as expected. Because, I mean, right now I'm having network issues and it's super delayed. And like everyone else is fine, but I look like a fucking idiot when it's like, you know, it's just, it's embarrassing when you're on a video with like your sea level and you're just like, you just look... I don't know. You don't look as smart when for some reason your networking isn't working. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're like, I'm not incompetent. I just have bad bandwidth. It also comes into play. Like we're all very comfortable. Like we don't give a shit. Like let's just be on video call. Like I didn't shower or anything. We're still fine with it. But like when you get in a meeting with somebody else and they just don't put their video on, it seems so weird to just talk to like a blank screen. Um, We had a issue today with our bandwidth. So it's only my second week back at work and we meant to order one of those Wi-Fi extender things and we didn't. But when my husband has an important call for work, he actually doesn't have an office at all. He's never had an office. He's been remote for like six years. But now that I'm using up some of the bandwidth, we're having some issues. He'll go like huddle next to like the Wi-Fi thing over like in the corner of our living room. And now that we have a baby, we have our mom's babysitting during the day. So he had an important call for like two hours today. And he was like, mom. If you're going to be playing with the noisy baby toys, can you go in the other room? Like, I'm on a video call. But, like, he's, like, sitting in the middle of the kitchen. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you expect. Like, I don't know. It's just awkward. I picture Mike, like, sitting next to the router, like, crouched down, like, a little, like, I don't know, like, a little, like, golem from Lord of the Rings, like, on his computer. And he's, like, yeah. sucking up all the bandwidth before it can even, like, reach you. He's, like, <laughs> exactly. I can take myself. Exactly. Also, like... Come on, Mike. It's like seven months into this. We know you can't just sit in the kitchen if you're on an important call. You have to go somewhere else. Yeah. These are lessons learned. Yes, exactly. I know a really great podcast you can listen to. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing that we've heard that's happened on a video, though, um, I'm sure all of you guys have had at least some type of instance, is where you think you're on mute and you're clearly not. Because there is this woman who was listening to an important um, phone call. And she didn't realize she wasn't on mute. And she said in the background, who even cares? And it was so awkward. Like everyone on the entire thing was like, oh my God, did she just say that? Does she not realize she said that? Like what's going on? Let's let's be really clear on the call. The funniest thing is, I can probably share this, but ironically, her name was Karen, which is funny. <laughs> which is funny in itself. And the second thing is she didn't even just say like, who even cares about this? She was like, who even fucking cares about this shit? Like, she literally just, like, laid it out there. And everybody was, like, there was this weird, awkward pause. Mind you, this was not somebody at our company. This was a uh, a separate call we were on with external people. And 
vendors and all that stuff. And it was just really funny because everybody just kind of stopped for a second and paused. And everybody, you could see everybody just kind of like looking because it's weird because you tend to look around even though you're not in person and you can't like identify what would say. It was very strange. And the speaker just like kept going and tried to like not miss, like not miss a beat. It was by far the worst case of thinking you're on mute, but you're not that I have seen. I honestly, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. But if you have funny stories of you said when you thought you were on mute or someone else said when they thought they were on mute, please send them to us because we would love to hear. Especially because like if you were on video, I would be the person going, yep, and nodding my head and then being like, oh, shit, I was also nodding my head along with this lady. Because I'm sure there's certain days where you're like, oh, that was so inappropriate. Other days during quarantine, you're just like, yep, I feel you. Like, I agree. I concur. I think one of the things that has been interesting is, like, sometimes you go on mute, but you also forget that people can still see you, especially if you're on, like, other screens or whatnot. I had a panic moment the other day because before I got on a call early and I was the only one there and I was waiting for other people to join. So I decided to <laughs> I decided to check and see if I had any food in my teeth because I had just finished eating. <laughs> checking my teeth in the camera and thankfully like I saw immediately when somebody was like and I was like I like immediately pulled away from the camera and I just kind of like sat there thankfully it was a person that I'm close with that hopped on and I was like um hopefully you didn't see that like I was just oh my god I do enjoy with everybody being on video now that all the different platforms are finding fun ways to kind of share how everybody is viewed because I know that in Zoom where I've seen it recently where it almost looks like the Brady Bunch screen where it's like all like nine people were in it together. <laughs> and that's like all I could think the whole time. And then I know in, in Microsoft Teams where we have the together mode where it looks like we're sitting in, you know, like an auditorium or something. So at least they're trying to make it interesting for us that we have to, you know, keep doing this. Together mode is so comical. We actually took a screenshot before we started so that we can show everyone who doesn't have it what it looks like because it is so funny. It is my new favorite thing. Well, and it cracks me up because I think their branding around it is funny because in my mind, that would be called like auditorium mode or like lecture mode or something. But instead they're like together and they like made it something. But I'm like, you open it up and it was like clickbait. I'm like, this isn't together. This is like, <laughs> this is like a college. I don't know what's happening. It's so embarrassing, but every time, like, so I just learned about Together Mode a few days ago, and every time someone says Together Mode, it makes me want to say, like, all together now. Katie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to say the same thing. I want to go all together now, and I want to, like, do, like, a dance. <laughs> well, and when you get into all together mode, nobody looks together. It's all, like, weird, and they're different sizes and different, like, places. <laughs> it is not together at all. Well, it looks like you have this, like, person lecturing at you that you're, like, staring at, but it doesn't seem like you're talking to each other, so that's the weirdest part about it. I find, so, thinking about together mode, so I know they're trying to, like, engage people, and they're trying to bring people together, but I feel like that's still very difficult to do virtually, just because, like, you miss certain cues and things that, like, were existing. Like, I was just talking to Sarah earlier today about a meeting I was in yesterday, where it was very well facilitated, 
but it was still very difficult because it's meant to be a very collaborative meeting and you just don't have those same like cues that you would normally have where somebody would be like, all right, yeah, does that make sense to everybody? Does anyone have any questions? And normally people would be like, nope, we're good. Or they would nod and you could look around the room and be like, okay, no, everybody's good. Whereas in this situation, when people are sitting on mute, if they're not speaking so that because they have kids screaming in the background, they have dogs, all that stuff. So like you just don't get those same like verbal and like nonverbal cues that make it very challenging. And this bottom webcam on the bottom of my laptop doesn't help either because it makes me not want to have my camera on. (laughs) Our company actually has gone as far as there's been complaints that like people show up to meetings and you don't show your video. So then it's kind of awkward when you're just like, you're like, may as well just do a call, you know? And then they also have been saying where people think they're talking over each other. So they are asking people to use the raise your hand feature on Teams um, so that people know exactly when you want to speak, which I find really funny. I know we always do this when we're recording because we do it virtually where we either use the raise your hand feature or we actually raise our hand in the video and we're like, I'm going to speak next or I have something I want to say and it's really cute. Oh, I wonder if people even realize that we actually do this on video. Mm -hmm. Like even though they just hear the audio, like we can see each other when we're having these conversations and chats. It doesn't always prevent us from talking over each other, but it it helps. I was thinking about is there. Yeah, it's a team dynamic. We drink in video. I just have to ask like, Do you guys miss the office? Because I feel like before we were all like, yeah, we can definitely work from home like full time. I don't know, like where is everyone at with their feelings about the office? So I I like working from home. I'm more productive because I can just put my head down, do stuff. I really do miss being able to just like turn around and talk to you guys, but that is distracting. Um, If I was able to go out with friends on a regular basis, like after work or have some type of like community with that one, it would fill this void that I'm having. Cause I do have this part where I'm like, oh, I'm just home all day by myself. Like it gets to be a lot. So I don't know if you guys feel the same way as that. I think that's like a perfect analogy, right? I think that we miss the social aspect of the office. And then also seeing like how awesome your decorations are and like what you chose to put into the new office. I miss that aspect, but I don't miss necessarily all the other people or the aspect of getting to the office, being there for those, you know, the eight hours, nine hours, whatever, and then going home and driving through that. So I don't miss that. I think I agree with both of you. I think the biggest thing is like I wasted like over an hour and a half every day in the car just from like going, like if it's a 35 minute drive there, 35 minute drive back, and that's not counting traffic. So if there's any traffic like that immediately like escalates. So I don't miss that, but I do have this like social void where I'm like craving talking to people, but being in the office is also like a distraction because I constantly have people like coming to my desk and they're like, hey, Charlotte, do you have a second? Do you have a second? Do you have a second? And I'm just like, ah, I don't have another second. So I do, so I'm a little bit less accessible, I feel like, which is kind of nice and allows me to get more work done. But at the same time, I feel like there's certain things I feel a little bit out of touch on, which I think being in the office helps a little bit. You know, what's funny is our company, we recently moved offices. We've said this before, but they had to find a 10 minute radius of this office and spent so much time re- like researching where these locations fit us, all this stuff that so we could expand to a new space. 
and now we've never used it. We've been able to move in and like all this preparation was put in so that people's commutes weren't more than 10 minutes or, you know, and now it doesn't even matter. So I actually want to talk about productivity for a second because we were talking about getting distracted and like how productive we are at home. So RJ, so RJ, if you're listening, I know you listen, like this is a shout out to you. But so he starts every call with Sarah and I on our Tuesday morning calls with like a trivia fact or like fun facts that we have to kind of guess. And it's just kind of a fun way to start the morning. So like sometimes they're like facts about our state or like if we have an upcoming conference, like facts about that location and just fun things like that. So today his question was, how many times do individuals tap, swipe or touch their phones in a day? I don't think I can count. <laughs> 200. I guess it's 240. So Paige and I are on the same wavelength. But I don't think you guys are thinking about like like every individual one. So I didn't think about every individual one, but yes, they take that into account. So when you're typing, like when you're every single time, you touch your phone over 2,400 times a day. How crazy is that? Like, no wonder sometimes it's hard to be productive. When your phone is sitting right there, you're like, oh, I'm just going to, like, check this real quick. Swipe, 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 swipe through all my apps. Like, I I believe it. I do not look forward to, I forget what day I get it, but I get that report from iPhone or from Apple that, like, the screen time report. I do not look forward to it because every week I'm like, I'm going to do better. Like, I'm going to do better next week. It's never better. See, I don't think that's crazy at all because I think about this game that I played and Katie recently found it and she was like, oh, tell me about it. Like, and I went way far up. Two dots. Yep. And so like every little line that you're drawing to make a square for those dots, that's a thing. So yeah, I'm, I think it's way higher than even 2,400. Anytime you like a post or like comment on it, like anything, the way you're typing when you text, however many taps you have, like your interaction and like adhesion to this advice like this device is so crazy so yeah, like it's definitely a big piece of distraction that I feel like I should probably set aside during the work day I do feel like if I set my phone aside and I'm charging it or something like I'm definitely more productive so mm-hmm. maybe put your phones away I don't know yeah, if mine's better we'll or worse listen to the next episode though first <laughs> yes and I don't yeah. know if mine's better or worse than it's games and it's not necessarily like Facebook yeah I do feel like when I was in the office, I was on my phone less because, like, the commute and, like, meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. But I miss you guys. I feel like three days at home, two days during the office would be, like, a great balance for me. Or maybe just, like, meeting up for some, like, meetings when we need to. But I miss seeing the chaos happening on Sarah's desk with all of her little trinkets and her sticky notes. I miss seeing Charlotte's coffee cup sitting at the coffee maker for like three hours because she (laughs) forgot about it. (laughs) I miss hearing Kelly's story about her dogs. And I definitely have FOMO on Paige's designs. She's very good about sharing them still, but I would like roll over to her desk every once in a while and just be like, hey, what you looking at? I miss people complaining about like how my eggs quiche things in the morning like smelled a little bit. 
Like, it's just, like, weird things like that. Good. That was so sweet. I was going to say your egg things smelled like breakfast when I walked into the office. And I was always like, oh, somebody, like, ordered breakfast. And it was always, like, Katie's little, like, egg quiche things that she just heated up in the microwave. Some people said they smelled, but, like, eh, whatever. Oh, I thought they smelled good. They smelled like breakfast. No, I remember saying when someone saying they smelled like ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah. Oh. I'm sure- People don't miss that about the office of the weird smelling foods at lunches. Like now I can eat my weird food at home and have no judgment. Which Mm -hmm. one side note is when we do go back to the office, we're really close to the kitchen. So we're still going to get those horrible smells of what other people are making. And that's not going to be great. Well, and it can go either way, right? We could get the good stuff and we're like, oh, somebody's having something really good. And like my lunch sucks. Or it could go the opposite way and be like, what? Is somebody heating up because that is nasty? Like, get that out of here. We're also going to eat snacks, snacks. guys. We're just going to eat more snacks. No, but they won't have snacks. Oh, because of COVID? Because of COVID. Whenever we go back, guarantee it'll be a while before we can have snacks. That's good. I haven't been snacking at home. I would, like, go by the little, like, peanut butter M&M things, like, five times a day and be like, oh, just a little bit. But when you say just a little bit, five times a day, it really adds up. All I can think about is, have you guys seen that video of that little girl when she's just like, snacks, snacks. (laughs) We kept saying snacks. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. I love that video. (laughs) I don't think I've seen that. You're going to have to send it to me. Um, I actually had a friend who went as far as putting a bikini on the snack cabinet so that she wouldn't eat it. Like, she would have to think through, like, you have to fit in this bikini going on vacation. Like, you can't be snacking every two seconds because it is really easy just to walk over and, like, grab something. Oh, my gosh. Well, these are, like, these are in, like, little dispensers. So, like, if you have, like, which sometimes there are M&Ms, I'm like, oh, like Katie said, just a little bit. But then, like, a little bit is actually, like, two ounces, which is already more than a serving size. And then if you have two ounces five times a day, you're eating ten ounces of M&Ms, like in a day and that is a lot of m&ms also we've lived through a pandemic so i don't think anybody should worry about if they're eating snacks or not you take those snacks you eat them you do you you make it through this pandemic amen i agree with that i like snacks (laughs) well i think we're going to be in this whole working from home pandemic a little while longer i think at least until 2021 what do you guys think yeah i think it's going to be 2021 yeah. I have a good snack uh, recommendation. Please share. So I recently been introduced to True Fru, T-R-U-F-R-U. They are chocolate covered raspberries and blueberries. Um, mm-hmm. Dark. And then I can't remember if it's dark chocolate and yogurt or dark chocolate and then white chocolate. And then there's either a blueberry or a raspberry in the middle. Frozen. What? They are delicious. I got Mike hooked up on them. We go through like four bags a week. That sounds so good. Um, Unfortunately and fortunately, I think my husband's getting home with Chinese takeout. So not even the snacks portion. It's the eating out and takeout that's been like hitting me hard. (laughs) You have to support your local businesses. I know. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, I'm tr- we try and do at least two times a week to try and do that and make sure that they stay in business because I can't have my little Chinese restaurant go out of business. They're my fave. So we support every week. The one thing I don't think we've touched on yet is the tech issues. So 
this is very real right now because I feel like this is something that I've seen multiple people have in the past like couple of like the past two weeks. There's a few individuals in particular that we have regular calls with that are not part of our organization that like there seems to be a tech issue every single time we get on a call. Like whether video's not working or this constant like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Like it's like can you hear me now? Is it Sprint commercial? Yeah, I don't remember which phone company it was. It was Verizon. Verizon. But it's like, but now he works for a different company. Doesn't he work for Sprint now? He works for Sprint now. (laughs) Yeah, the guy switched. (laughs) But it's like you spend the first five to ten minutes of your call working through difficulties, and then if you have a thirty-minute call, you've lost a third of your call. And if you have an hour-long call, you lost, like, a whole, like, six a sixth of it. Like, And I froze. <laughs> Which is funny that you were talking about technical well, difficulties, I- and then Charlotte froze. So just to kind of highlight all the issues that everybody is having during this work-from-home time. This one's a bandwidth issue. I need better internet. So... I guess to maybe come to the end here and wrap this up of, you know, sharing our experiences and some of our thoughts around working from home during COVID, um, I want to send us off with actually a really funny story that I almost forgot about, that in the beginning of COVID, when we were first working from home, there was a time when I was on a call, a video call, and I had my video on, I believe I was on mute. But my husband decided to grab a towel. I had the basket of clean towels in my room or in my office. And he needed a clean towel because he had just gotten out of the shower. And he decided to crawl (laughs) naked, (laughs) open my door. I didn't even know he was doing this until I saw, like, the door kind of open a little bit in the background of my video. And he, like, crawled naked to grab a towel and then, like, go sneakily, like, close the door behind him. So, like, nobody saw him or anything because, obviously, he was out of camera shot. But it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I feel like there's been so many videos of people who had, like, people walk behind them in, like, boxers and underwear and bras and all these things just because they didn't know they were on video calls. And that one could have been disastrous. But um, but it, it ended okay. <laughs> I was a big culprit of this. I don't know if I ever made it on any of Mike's calls, but when I was like eight, nine, nine and a half months pregnant, and it was like a 90 to 100 degree heat wave through, I don't know, June and the first half of July, I feel like I started wearing less and less clothes every single day because it was so fucking hot to the point where I think I was just wearing, like, honestly, a sports bra and shorts that I should not have been wearing at one point, like, walking around the house in like we just discussed, like a lot of his calls would be at the kitchen table or like in the living room, like hunched over by the router. And then I would just be walking by like belly out, whatever. Don't like what you see. Look away. (laughs) I don't care. You're like, I don't care at this point. Nope. Nope. So I think what we're saying here is that we want to hear your stories. Are they as entertaining as Katie just walking out with belly out or Charlotte's husband crawling on the floor naked to get a towel? 
we want to know. So please send those our way. Send us your setups of your home office if you are working remotely. We'd like to see what you have, you know, makeshift as your own office. We just want to know. We want that social interaction as we kind of just said during this episode. We're craving it. So send us what you have. Kind of interact with us. We just really want to be involved with everybody now since we only see um, our four walls within our house and our dogs and our spouses. So we're really looking to interact with others. All together now. All together now. We got to clap. We have to do like a clap. (laughs) Can we do it all at once? Maybe. One, two, three. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Drunken Marketing. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the ridiculously hilarious and real marketing experiences from the Wine and Whiteboards team. If you haven't checked out our full length episodes, pour yourself a glass of your favorite vino and join us. We share marketing tips and design tips on everything from content marketing to website redesign and so much more. Wondering how you can support the show? If you love our podcast, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe. Share it with your friends, family, enemies, or whoever else you think would enjoy the Wine and Whiteboards podcast. We're always looking for new listeners to add to our wool pack. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>